together baby first time ever first time ever feeling strong feeling good uh welcome home thank you thank you how's it feel uh first off no one has welcomed me home so directly really i want to thank you for that your parents didn't welcome you home no they told me to just get back on the plane and and leave which uh, whatever uh but we're not up to a great start here i thought we were gonna have a real banger we are all right well we can pick it up we can pick it up things can get better um welcome to the big if with uh luther and d'angelo number one podcast in belgium for six weeks running and um we got a big one today huge we have a live studio audience over here i know we got our um producer and someone who i am romantically involved with um did you disclose this to hr i did not so maybe uh, we'll keep that on the low. we'll keep that on the load then. Um, I might edit that part out. Um, I also want to welcome to the big if who will be chiming in once in a while uh, with some just color commentary. I suppose she's wearing a very colorful blouse. Um, welcome to the big if Corbano. Oh, muchas gracias. Uh, is is that a blouse? It is. That's what that so, would be called. Yeah, a tie blouse. It's a, it's a Valentino. If you need to know. You can't, it's kind of written all over there, but yeah, it's a New Year's blouse to be specific, very celebratory. It's beautiful, beautiful. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, after you walk into Discount Liquor and Smoke um, here on Loughborough Avenue, you are going to smell like Discount Liquor and Smoke. So uh, we'll be hitting up the dry cleaner for sure when we get home. Otherwise, we have an amazing show for all of you who are listening in Belgium and beyond. Uh, today we're going to discuss the ACT. We might do a little ACT talk. Yeah. There's we, a big... we made a promise like back in May, back yeah. in December, we were going to do the adult ACT challenge. Kind of forgot about it. I think some thought it was just a little throwaway conversation. No, we took it seriously. Um, just like I fully intend to keep my helmet nachos promise, we will take the ACT at some point, even if it's just testing each other. Um, I don't necessarily want to pay for the ACT. No, because we talked about actually going to a testing center, signing up, doing it completely legit, having them look us in the eye when we hand them our ID, 20, 21 years older than most of the people taking it. Because it's not illegal to take the ACT. Like you don't have, there's not an age limit, right? There's no ceiling. Well, how much do you think it costs these days? Corbin, look that up. Right, how much does the ACT cost? What did it cost mm-hmm. 20 years ago? I want to say it was like 30 to $50 or something like that. Yeah. And I took it six times. Got it topped out at a 28. Yeah. Lost my scholarship after the first semester. Um, you lost your scholarship yeah, at Mizzou? At Mizzou after the first semester because my grades were just that shit. Um, then I picked up the pace. My dad really whipped me into shape after that. Picked up the pace. And um, the rest is history. I mean, 
my success speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're one of the true ACT success stories. <laughs> There's not many. There's not many. It's mostly SAT success stories. What do you got, Corbin? $85. Oh, God. 85 bucks to take the Just ACT. Or $60 with no writing, but I feel like you have to write. Okay. Listen up. If you're listening out there yeah. and you would like to be the first official sponsor of the big if. Yep. We are not monetizing this at all for the love of the game. Not right now. For the least. love of the game right, not now. right now. Yeah. But if you would like to be the first official sponsor on the books at the Big If, yep. uh, reach out and you can sponsor the Big If AC. If somebody is willing to pay for the two of us to actually do this, I'll do it. Yeah. And you can even do the $60 level where it's no writing. In fact, I might prefer that. I, the practice test I printed out, I did not include the writing. That wasn't part of it back when we took it, right? Yeah. What is this writing shit? I thought it was just filling in the bubbles on a Scantron. Yeah. The SATs where you did the writing and the, what, the comparisons, the synonyms, right? And then there was a writing portion of the SAT, like a like an essay, right? I never took the SAT. I was an ACT guy. I'm of course, you have an essay on the SAT. Huh? An essay? Yeah. Was there? I don't. I honestly yeah. don't know. I always kind of thought that what they said was that ACT was if you were going somewhere on the anywhere East in the coast. middle of the of the country. I feel like an SAT was more like a coastal thing. Okay. I thought that was my impression. Question. Well, I've got a practice test here. I've got a Scantron. Throw me, throw me just one, throw me one question on the practice test. I don't even want to know what section of the test comes from. All right. Um, I'm just going to go question number two. Okay. This is the English test. Oh, shit. I think it would be better if you actually saw it because it's like a grammar and punctuation question. Okay. So I'm going to read it and then I'll hand it over to you because I think you'd be better off looking at it. So it says in 1948, oh, graduate students Norman Woodland and Bernard Silver took on a problem that had troubled retailers for years, hmm. how to keep track of store inventories. Inspired by the dots and dashes of Morse code, mm -hmm. comma, however, comma, Woodland and Silver created a system of lines that could encode data. They would like to know what you would do with number two. With number two. Read okay. the app. What would you do? Number two. Options? My options are F, no change. G, in other words. H, consequently. And J, delete the underlying portion. Okay. I see. So there's underlines on the paragraph that you just read. Yeah. I thought the answer was barcodes, but that has nothing to do with this. Um, graduate students, uh, however, uh, I'm going to go with F, no change. F, no change. Let me scroll through. Oh, oh wait, wait. Morse oh. code. It's part of the dots. No, I'm going to go with J, delete the underlined portion. That is correct. Boom. You do not need that at all. You don't need that underlined portion whatsoever. Not at all. It was, um, uh, what's superfluous. Oh, my. How about that for an essay? I don't think you need to take any more of the questions. I think we just aced it. Um, still, if you want to send us $60 a piece to go and take this test, we, we certainly can. Um, side question. Well, not really a side question, but um, do you think that uh, friends who speak Spanish do better on the SAT because they can call each other essay? 
I think that's incredibly racist and we need to edit that part out in post-production. Okay. But yes. <laughs> all right. Well, um, to all of our Latino American or just Latino listeners, um, let this be my official apology for that um, racist pun because my co-host is exactly right. Um, but just to be sure, uh, Corbin, could you look up and see if essay is a something racist for a gringo to say? It's nice having somebody here to do that stuff that we would normally do. We can continue the conversation and let her do the grunt work. Yeah. Thank you. The so important much. work is, <laughs> is the idea. Is essay derogatory? <clears throat> it means homie, but it really isn't derogatory. Is what it says. I there. don't think the word itself was derogatory. You I think just, it's my appropriation of the word? Yes. Because you're white. Because you're a gringo. Is that what we're saying? Like, is it okay to self-title myself a gringo? Is the word gringo offensive or just distracting? Is what this says. <clears throat> Would you be offended if a Hispanic person called you a gringo. No, I, I would be. Either. I would be tickled pink. I think tickled white. It doesn't. I. It doesn't bother me at all. And we do have. I'm looking up our map. I like to refer to this map from time to time. We do have a footprint in Latin America. Donde? Uh, in Mexico. For, in, okay. Uh, all over Mexico. I mean, we've got in Hermosillo in Sonora. Is that over like near Baja? See, we've got a small little cluster in Tijuana. A cluster, I like that. We I have like a small little contention. Uh, is that a word? Contention. Uh, in that contingency. Contingency. Yeah. Um, in La Ciudad de Mexico. Ooh, you got to practice your SAT words, by the way. We have Jalisco. Jalisco. Yeah. Puebla. No sé dónde está Puebla. It's a little bit southeast of Mexico City. And that's not just the word for town or village. No, it's, an a, actual it's a proper noun in this in this sense. Um, we have a little cluster. Again, I'm going to go back to cluster up in the uh, Cancun region. Mm. That was probably from when we tagged some stuff from my vacation and yeah. talked about Tulum and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, tagging makes a difference, I think. I agree. Those keywords are important. Um, we also seem to be strong to quite strong in Guatemala. I love that. Honduras. Ah, me me gusta. And then as you go down to South America... Um, Let's see. I know there's at least Bolivia. I believe we mm. are strong in La Paz. They were died. And wow. also it's not Spanish speaking. It's a it's often misdiagnosed that they speak Spanish there. Brazil. Brazil, yeah, Sao Paulo. I spent uh like three days in Sao Paulo. Yeah. On a business trip. And that's probably where it comes from. Were you there since we started the podcast? No, not at all. And I didn't really meet anybody there. It was more just I went to my hotel room and to a video set, and that was it. Yeah, but the your presence there probably left quite the impression. Probably. We did meet uh, someone who claimed to be, I want to say claimed to be like Elon Musk's nephew. Um, I was out there with 
a guy who's an amazing camera operator. He lives in San Diego. Not just a camera operator, like an amazing person and producer and like production guru um, who did all the hard work. But anyways, uh, we went out to grab a beer and he's like, let's go talk to some people. So we met this guy who I guess he was on the pro golf circuit in Brazil. Okay. And he claimed to be related to Elon Musk. And that's all I remember. And then we went back to the hotel. Okay. So, um, Elon, hit us up. Let us know if uh, you or your nephew, supposed nephew, want to come on the pod. Or sponsor the AC, our ACT challenge. There sponsored we go. Sponsored by Twitter. Yeah, there you go. And maybe throw up a poll on Twitter asking if my appropriation of the word essay was racist or not. Because I'd like a little bit of clarity on that. It's hard to know nowadays. It is. And I want to be on the right side of history. Yeah, I'd feel good going into 2023, just let's, eliminating any racism that I may inadvertently okay. spew out. I'm not saying let's get it out of our systems. What I'm saying is this is the last day of 2022. I don't know if we mentioned that yet. Oh, yeah. Happy happy, happy New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's Eve, Corbin. Happy New Year's Eve. Thanks, guys. Um, but let's let's leave racism behind in 2022. People. It's time. It's time. And this is a call to action for the world. Um, let's just go ahead and leave racism behind. We don't, it's not really serving us, is it? Is it serving us? I don't believe so. It hasn't served me throughout my life. Not that I've really employed racism a lot, but just saying, let's leave it behind. We can do without it. Um, and also, uh, what is her name? Vicki Hartzler? Columbia, Missouri. We can leave her behind in 2022 also. Real piece of shit politician from Columbia, Missouri. If nobody remembers, she cried on the uh, Congress floor um, when the Marriage Equality Act was being passed and gay marriage was being codified into law. And she really, truly threw a, a crying fit at the podium. Vicky, fuck you. You're never allowed on her podcast. Your nephew, however, is, but you're never allowed on her podcast. That was my favorite part of that whole thing was watching the nephew denounce her on social media after that little spectacle that she displayed. Corb, did you see that? I did not. Are you familiar with this story? Uh, no, actually, this is the first I've heard of it. <clears throat> Should we catch her up on the story or uh, ask her to listen to the previous episode? I'm not sure. No, we can catch her up. It's always good to just review some things. Okay, so this piece of shit, Vicki Hartzler, is there at the pretty much what I said. Yeah. Um, you know how... Uh, Roe v. Wade fell, and all of a sudden they're like, maybe take a name at gay marriage or marriage equality. So Congress did the right thing and started decided to codify gay marriage into law so that it couldn't go to the Supreme Court for, or you know, I don't understand the full system of checks and balances, but essentially, sorry, are you pulling it up? I was looking for it, yeah. And this woman who is a congresswoman in Columbia, Missouri came up and just threw a fit and started crying about how her rights are being stamped and she fucking sucks and wasted, wasted a great deal of time for Congress too. But her nephew, who is uh, a homosexual man, a gay man, he got onto his TikTok or Instagram, got into social media, was basically like, what did he say? He was like, my aunt used to be cool or now she's nuts. I forget exactly what he said, but he composed himself 
he could have like really jabbed at her hard, um, but he was somewhat respectful, but also dismissive of her. I was just proud of him. It was a cool guy. Love that. Love yeah. to hear that. Anyways, fuck you, Vicky. And um, we're going to leave you in 2022. I like this theme. What else are we going to leave in 2022? I was going to ask you the same question. So racism, leaving it behind. Vicky Hartzler. Peace. Out of here. Um, Um, I'm kind of tired of this Ukraine war thing. I'd love to leave that behind. Mm Mm-hmm. We can leave that behind. It doesn't seem to be doing anyone any good. No, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. Um, we'll think about it as we go on. Yeah. Um, let us know what you want to leave behind. And just email us at, at uh, thebigitpod at gmail.com. Yep. Which, by the way, almost no one emails us ever unless it's like Zoom to say that our uh, toughest fool. So your email will not get buried. It will rise straight to the top directly to our attention i promise you that you know someone brought to my attention an unfulfilled promise of mine Ooh. that i feel bad that i uh did not fulfill taste us back when we had shuby on Ooh, shubam goyal yeah um we in that interview i unveiled that one-of-a-kind shirt yeah I that said this. hashtag squad goyles <sighs> Brilliant. Big hit. Brilliant. Big hit. And since that's probably putting us on the map in Belgium. Yeah. And I told our our TikTok followers when I posted that video on TikTok that the first however many people that, ten, I believe. I think it was 10. The first 10 people that emailed us or DM'd us with hashtag squad goyles, I would give them. One of the limited edition squad goyles shirts. Right. This is hand and hand not embroidered. Written. Handwritten. Yeah. Crisp white tees. Mark, top of the line cotton. Marker color of your choice. Fabric of our lives. Uh and we had two people reach out and DM us with hashtag squad goyles. People we know? Uh you know one, I know them both. Is well, one of them uh Jason Riley? No, and we don't, Philip Weaver? we don't talk about Jason Riley on this podcast anymore. We would talk about Jason Riley on this podcast if he were to fulfill his commitment and come on the podcast. And shame on me because it's like the old saying, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, fool me five times, <laughs> triple shame on me. Society's to blame. And Jason has been given the opportunity <laughs> multiple times to join us via Zoom. Uh, when he heard you were coming in town, he had the opportunity to come join us here live and in person. He made it seem like he wanted to. And I told him yesterday that we'd be getting together tonight to record this. And yeah. He employed one of his patented bullshit Jay's <laughs> excuses. And I didn't even respond to him. I, I didn't even feel like he deserved a response. So, Jason, you have been offered far too many times. And I, I think this is the last time we're going to bring you up on the podcast. It is the last time we're going to bring you up on the podcast until you actually come on the podcast. But I do want to raise the point uh, or just point out, I guess, that he didn't say no. So our streak is still alive. Yeah, he said yes. He said yes. Yeah. So we we still have this streak of people um, for all you big hipsters. We know that 
you know this, but just for our new listeners, people who are making resolutions to listen to new podcasts in 2023. Oh, I just completely lost my train of thought. We haven't been turned down. We haven't been turned down. Uh, if you want to come on the podcast, we really don't even say no. So <coughs> let us know. Um, we'll probably break that rule at some point if we if we get any sort of following. But we would love to have you on. And if we ask you and you don't want to come on, just don't respond so we can keep our streak alive. Which reminds me also that we also received another yes. Dekian. Um Well, season five. Oh, of the circle. The I know sing- where you're going with the it. singles season. Singles circle. It just debuted on Netflix. Circle singles. Um, and one of the characters, one of the the players, is a forty seven ish year old man. Oh, he's in his fifties, I think. Okay, Brian. Yeah. Brian is his name. Brian. His name is Brian. Or can we look up that? Um, and he is. It's not a spoiler. Catfishing, playing his beautiful young daughter. Brittany, mm-hmm. who also has a daughter. Really? Yes. I don't think I knew that. Brian's a grandpa. Okay. And I'm only like an episode and a half in. You're what? Four? Ooh, I'm a fiend. Yeah, it's hard once you get going. Yeah. But um, I reached out to, I actually saw in the Facebook group that I'm in, uh, the Circle Chat. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody said something to, and about Brian's daughter, Brittany being really cute and the admin of the page tagged Brian in it. Like you could see the blue Wait, link. And what circle chat? The circle chat Facebook group. Oh, with, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Where I put posted about links Shubi. to our interviews. Yes. It's the way I got into that game on discord, which That's we're right. going to get into that too. Oh, can't wait. Um, but she tagged Brian in it, like showing that, oh, he's in the group. And he kind of posted some gif that was funny, like, oh, don't talk about my daughter kind of thing. Yeah. And I just commented and I said, hey, um, check your DMs. And just so you know, it's not about dating your daughter. <laughs> and I DM'd him asking him if he'd be interested to come on. I explained that we'd had Shubham and Chris Sapphire on. Right. And he responded right away and said, yeah, I'm down. Message me on Instagram. I'm not very uh, active on Facebook. Right. So I immediately went and I didn't even message him on Instagram. I just hit the follow button. And within seconds, he followed me back. Within seconds. Literally. So you messaged him on Facebook and how long did it take him to reply? Moments. (laughs) This guy is all over his social media. Yeah. Or we're catching him twist. while he's hot on. Maybe it. his daughter Brittany is controlling his social media. Wouldn't that be something? That would be the twist of all time. But keep on going. So Brian has said that he'd come on. I haven't. It is Brian. Is that? It is Brian. Okay. Thank you. And he's from Portland, Oregon. Yes. And he's some sort of like special investigator. Which, in what I've seen of the season so far, he he seems to think that that's going to really help him to sniff out the catfish, sniff out the bullshit. Yeah, I love that about him. That was when he did his introduction. I'm thinking like, this is a cool skill to have on a show like this. You seem uniquely suited, save for the fact that you're catfishing. I also, and from from the little bit I've seen so far, I also think that when you're catfishing, one of the very important things that goes without saying is 
to use lingo, to use terminology that matches the person whom you are portraying. Right. And I feel like, and I don't have any specifics. I didn't take any notes or anything, but I feel like I remember a couple moments where I thought, Ooh, that seems like a 50 year old man saying that not like a 25 year old woman. And also I remember a couple people being like, I think Brittany could be a catfish. So it seems like other people are sniffing out the bullshit too. Yeah, Brian, uh, well, you'll have to keep watching. You'll have to keep watching. Who else? Who are you a fan of in the new season? Now, er, early on, there was Brett. Yes. Uh, who did not last very long. Yeah. Actually, if I remember correctly, Brett and Xanthi. Yes. Were the first two characters introduced. Right. And the first two out. And they were voted out in that first night. But in a twist... <laughs> in circle clear that, classic circle fashion has that been done before because i'm not caught up on the other seasons have they put two people together other than a mother like have two players come together i know there's been like a mom and a son oh yes yes uh well you like you said you saw that and also this season we've got raven and paris there the so interpreter. That's, that's technically two players also in sure. my opinion don't tell me they're not trading strategies but uh and history of circle is there, I, I can think of two people right now, but I don't know if I should even tell them because yeah, yeah. What does it matter? Two Spice Girls right. play someone in the circle. What season is this? Four. Four. Last season. Four. Which Spice Girls? Um, Let me okay. take a guess. Take a guess. Okay, I was getting ready to say something really stupid, and I caught myself before I did it. Okay. Uh, it's filmed in the UK. Yep. It's a UK based show. Yep. So I've got access to almost all. So I started to say one of the Spice Girls, and I was going to say, oh, because it's in the UK, I think it could be her, but they're all from the UK. Well, that would have been dumb. Who was going to come up? Um, I think my first thought was Sporty. It's okay. It, first of all, it's not Posh. Victoria Beckham is not doing this. No, it's not Posh Spice. We can safely rule out Posh Spice. That leaves four. Yeah. That we know. Sporty. Yeah. Sporty, ginger, ginger, baby, baby, and scary, and scary. My next thought is who, who do I feel like would need the money or need the publicity? <clears throat> and I, I hope it's. I don't think it's Jerry Hallwell. I don't think it's ginger. So it's not Spice. ginger. Yeah. So that leaves baby, yeah. Emma. I think of her name was wow. Nice. Nice recall. Ginger. No, Ginger, we ruled Ginger's out. out. Scary, Scary, which was Mel. Yep. Wow. Yep. Mel B. Mel B, because there was also Mel C. That's exactly right. Uh, you'll see. Is it the two Mel's? It is not the two Mel's, but you came remarkably close. It is Mel B. Which Scary is... Scary Spice. The, the black girl. Scary Spice, yeah. yes. And uh, Baby Spice. Emma. Emma. I they were funny. They were really funny. They're good. Yeah, they were really funny. Because I haven't made it through. Look, another spoiler alert. Yeah. They don't win. I would have heard about it. It's that. a publicity stuff. I would have heard about that. Yeah, but it was really fun to watch. I haven't made it all the way through season two yet, mm. but I found it interesting that somebody was playing as Lance Bass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Entertaining television. Yeah. Okay. Don't so think that doesn't come back. Yet. What season was Roxana? Which, by the way, one of the best Christmas gifts I've ever gotten. Merry Christmas, buddy. Um, 
she was season three. I think she was season three. Okay. And she is one of the like the most genuine players. Really? That yeah, comes across and oh yeah, she's great. Okay, so season five, Brett and Xanthi gone. I know they're teaming up to come back as I think Jen. Yeah, Jennifer, Auntie Jen. Auntie Jen, hashtag fun aunt or cool aunt. Yeah. Uh but this is be, a circle. We're a circle podcast, people. To be honest, we're a part-time circle podcast. When it's when the time is How right. How about that? We're a part-time circle podcast. Uh, I wasn't a fan of Brett nor Xanthi at the beginning as individual players. I was happy to see him go, but I love I, I, I love seeing them get teamed up together. And maybe they already have, but I hope they hook up. I hope they're. I hope the circle is trying to make this kind of sexy. I think. I think they have a little chemistry going on. I Cole, hate what are you on? Can we bring her in for this? Because yeah. she's seen it all. Not to ruin anything, but I think they've got some chemistry going on. You know, they were in the hot tub together. Oh, God. Oh, uh, however, there was no... They, they leave it open. They give them the opportunity. Their bedrooms are right next door. Their bedrooms are right next they door. They brush their teeth together. He's always got his shirt off. Never a shirt. Her shirts are always... Not you can't even call them a shirt. Oh, yeah. They're what are those halter, called? They're halter top. They're like a bra top with a crisscross. It's like a halter top. But bra they top, don't, you know, they don't like, cover you know what it is. Yeah, yeah, I got any you. large majority of your body. Um, so that seems to be her signature look there. Not not a look I would ever choose. Um, but it works for her, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't feel the chemistry there. They do have the opportunity. I don't feel the chemistry. I just think it's a matter of time simply because they are forced to be around each other. Although if there's, if they didn't kick it off like that, then maybe it's not going to go that way. Who knows? They may not be, they may not even be single in real life. True. IRL. We don't know. How do you feel about Raven, the deaf girl? I love her. Um, I was just kind of curious on this mic. Remember that we were talking about like how maybe yeah. pushed and then or it also what, what do you, you think we're all right? It's on the zero. Yeah. All right. Raven is great. I love Paris too. I like Paris a lot, actually, because I like how he interprets Raven with his tone of voice. Yeah. And even I don't know, I feel like she must have a pretty good they must have a pretty good connection for him to be able to add tone to her sign language yeah how do you feel about sam who i last night when i was introduced to her the first thought i had was she's like dollar store cardi b tits be titten <laughs> her tits were titten they were titastic she has uh some of the funniest one-liners I think I wasn't it's yeah I wasn't sure what I was gonna think of her because she came out saying like there's I've never seen anybody like me I'm like bitch there's probably thousands of you just (laughs) just in Brooklyn but I she's all right she seems like I saw something on Instagram today that said like New York is a nationality and it made me think of Sam like she is a nationality of her own that has a culture within New York that I have just never been exposed to in real life, but seems almost stereotypical. Oh yeah. 
Let's leave racism behind in 2022. But I want to just add, post that. Is that we got a few hours? Okay. No, I'm. I'm, I'm I don't mean to be racist. I'm just... <laughs> um. So I think. Uh, I think she's pretty funny. What you got any thoughts? Well, I liked her from the beginning. Her self confidence. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of lets it all hang out. Uh, literally. Yeah. Uh, and figuratively, and figuratively. But, but literally she has that tattoo that's right down the center yep, of her like sternum drawn a line kind of yeah. like drawn a necklace it's like a, yes a, as you wake up you kind of look like this yes idea <clears throat> she seems pretty self-confident i think that'll take her far we'll see we shall see since they only give us four at a time if you had to rate her um on a one to ten scale as far as like Who's going to win or rate her as a human or how, where, where is my rating? Feel free to take it in whatever direction you like. Yeah. I think given the other characters that I see and how <clears throat> open and true and fun and, you know, I would, I would put her in the middle. I yeah. think Chaz is still up there. Raven is up there. I would put her right there, smack dab in the middle. She has potential. She has growth potential. She has opportunity to be. You know, she's faithful. She really is. She seems very, she has alliances. Who? Uh, Sam. She was a now good you said husband. faithful. Not when that one question came up, though. Old prior relationship. She was however, the only one that said she cheated no. multiple times. Don't no. you think that if you're in an alliance with Sam and you've got that note written down that she's that she's been unfaithful twice? That is that going to make you think like, should I trust this person? Great poll. <clears throat> I forgot. Or do you respect the honesty? Agreed. Well, if you knew her, you would know that she that that is her brand is honesty. But I don't think I don't know. You Anyways, mentioned, you mentioned Chaz. Yeah. How do you feel about him? I like Chaz. I like Chaz. You know who I don't like is Bruno. I don't like Bruno either. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Me thinks I'm tired of of seeing her. But I saved the one for last that I already know you like, and I'm a big fan too. Yes. Marvin. Marvin. That motherfucker looks like he's chiseled out of stone. <laughs> Marvin's body goals. And Marvin, what I like about Marvin so far, it doesn't matter what happens. If there's any sort of happening, Marvin's excited. Marvin is always excited. He, he his face lights up. Yeah, and he he'll even an say, alert. "Oh man, I'm excited." Yeah, yeah. And I don't say that out loud. I know I'm not on camera all the time, but I don't say that out loud. And I, I feel like when I see Marvin say it and just smiling, is it contagious? And strong, it's real strong. I want to. I want. I want to say that. I wanted the opportunity to see a little bit of a bromance with marvin and brett oh yeah because their first little private chat with each other awesome. yeah and you could tell that they would be lifting bros if they could meet in real life oh man you're chiseled <laughs> so yeah it, it should be a good seat okay where you are so far yeah has our boy made his return yet <sighs> oh. that's a yes okay yeah i figured that but well, Only I don't know. I'm sorry. Intro. We're throwing away like cliffhangers for you. It's like the intro to the next four episodes where he uh, gets to walk through that sweet ass, you know, hallway the with all the hallway. lights yeah, and everything. Yeah. And 
it's just this it's the back of him like carrying his suitcase behind him so we haven't seen him in flesh we haven't seen him in action. do you know whether or not he's playing himself or if he's catfishing we do not know but that's a really interesting question what do you think i I bet he's, oh, he, I, I, knowing him personally, I, there's no one that knows us outside of maybe Joey. This is one better than you and I, one area of authority that the big if can lay claim to. We know Shuby better than most people. We know what he would charge for feet pictures. That's exactly right. <laughs> and just to remind everyone, 5,000. For both feet. Yeah. If you want just one foot, the price goes down. 2500 You get a little, you get quite a bit of savings. Commiserate with how many feet you get too. But anyways, I feel like Shuby would play himself. Yeah. But I would love to see him catfishing. I would love to see that too. It'd be fun to see him. Win. Win. Yeah. yeah. I want, I want Shuby to win. I said it. There, I said it. Oh, God. All right. I want Shuby to win. Well, it's been great. This is probably our last episode after that. <sighs> I think I might have just sabotaged us. That's fine. I want him to win too. I do think it would be funny to see him play somebody else. I love I love Shuby himself. Yeah. But it'd be fun to watch him play like a bro or like a, a you know, a, a Marvin type. Yeah. But it's coming out of Shuby. That would be fun. Yeah. It's his voice and tone and reaction but it's got yeah it looks like marvin or like someone from fuckboy island or something okay well i'm excited to continue maybe later tonight we end up in it a little bit who knows what it brings what tonight brings <clears throat> you know what it's new year's eve and i feel 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 all right you know what i did when we talked about this end of the year episode i decided because i i don't make any secrets about the fact that i think 2022 was my best year yet. And I have never done this before, but I wanted to do it. I, I went and like kind of made a list of the noteworthy things, the, the good things of 2022. And mm-hmm. it was a pretty damn good list. I love that practice. And I'm not going to go through the whole list and read you everything. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are things we've talked about on the podcast throughout the year. But I was <laughs> happy the, to... It's been a first full calendar year of podcasts. So. Yeah, we're just over a year now. Sorry, I, no. we're talking about you. But yeah, it was fun to see and kind of go back and look at some of the things. I mean, my year started with the race of the century win. Remember that? When I beat that coworker in that race and oh, I yeah, ran out right. of town. There was multiple concerts. Um, That's right. You went to a ton of concerts. Yeah. Uh, Celebrated the year sober. I recently celebrated 500 days. 500 days. That's crazy. But then like the pod. Let's let's congratulate this guy. Please write your notes of congratulation and envy to thebigifpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Just lay hosannas at my 500 days. That's 500 days. That's cool. Uh, uh, Then a lot of the podcast stuff, like the Shuby interview. Which you, every every one of these interviews you've produced, by the way. Uh, I mean, all to be honest, I appreciate that. But in all honesty, all I really did was send them a DM. I, it's more than I went to the trouble of. But 
Yes, the Shuby episode. And I, I got I re- a lot of nerves out in the Shuby episode. I remember I leading so up to nervous. that. So nervous. So nervous. But we had Shuby on. <clears throat> Not long after that, we had uh, Chris Sapphire on. I wasn't as nervous for that one, I remember. Me neither. Because he, I think he made it easy to He was easy talk to talk to. to. Yeah. He was great. He gave us the nicknames uh, Trade. Trade. And Pimp Daddy. And Pimp Daddy. Because you had that hat on. Yeah, I often have that hat on. <laughs> but I was telling a coworker today when they were asking about plans. I said, "Oh, my my podcast buddy from California is going to be in town." And the girl goes, "Oh, trade." <laughs> so yeah, we had Chris Sapphire give us the nicknames. That interview was fun. Uh, Cassie Moore. Does that name ring a bell? Anyone? Uh, no, it um, doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had her on. <laughs> Um, my my real friends. Uh, maybe you've heard of it. Maybe yeah. steadfast eyes. Yeah. So we had Cassie uh, on. She I was mean, awesome. She was a lot of fun. She she was easy to talk to. She was, especially because I had zero preconception <laughs> and I over felt- who she was or the context of the interview. Yeah. And we, I was, I felt like I was able to connect with her a little bit because we had, uh, we were both kind of create stuff. Yeah, we all had that. We're on the creative. We're, yeah, we're, we're on the creative. Self made. Yeah. Uh, but she was great. Trying to, live the, trying to live the dream that was promises America. I wrote uh, the KMOV morning show and I was listening to one of our old episodes and I, this might be the hardest I've laughed at our own content, but Wait, which episode, this was the one I told you the story about going in with Matt to channel four in the morning for sugar fire <laughs> oh, yeah. and how I was so nervous leading up to that. And I had rehearsed what I was going to say. I almost had a script in my mind. And then when we go on, the anchor guy was like, and I'm here with manager Kurt Wagner. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I described it as my brain just turning to mashed potatoes. (laughs) Oh, my God. A guy that reads cue cards for a living got one word wrong and it happened to be my name. So that that is one of the hardest I've laughed at any of our stuff when I've gone back and listened to it. Kurt Wagner. So yeah, uh, that then, would right if you want to mess someone up just right before they're about to step up to bat, just mistake. Well, and that's say their you, name wrong. That's what you said. You said you were going to start employing that tactic whenever you wanted to like intimidate someone in like a business setting <laughs> to get their name wrong, just to fuck with them right before oh the meat potatoes. So that was fun. Uh, I wrote the circle on Discord. I mean, you were with me every step of the way for that. That was and a tease. We'll get to that soon. We're back. <laughs> yeah, but the, that was t- wild. The Tulum trip. That was a fucking awesome experience. That was. Well, let's go back highlight. to the circle on Discord. Yeah, let's go. I think not. We'll get. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think I don't think that I've had a series of te- I probably said this in the last episode. I don't think I've had a series of text messages or a chain of text messages yeah. that was so frequent and so back and forth in uh, since my lovely wife and I, and I over here started dating probably. I was updating you with every twist and turn, asking for your advice on every situation and to, to your credit you're trying to be a good husband. You're trying to start your own company and you're dealing with this guy that's sending you just rapid fire text messages about some online game. You, I, knew, you knew every character. Was it September? What it all comes together. This? That seems right. Okay. Yeah. 
but uh, yeah, you helped me with my decisions. You, I really still look back on the, the opportunity to just stab that bitch Tanya right in the back. Oh, I think that, that would have been, been a moment. That would have been the story of the season. Yeah. But, and then Tanya ended up not being real. So that would have made it even better. But uh, yeah, we were along, you were along for the ride on that. But Tanya wasn't real? Tanya ended up being a girl named Jess. And she wasn't like, she wasn't trying to be sneaky or anything. She just wasn't really Tanya. So it wasn't her pictures? Either? No, no, no. All right. Um, but yeah, Tulum trip and then all the shit with the radio station at the end of the year. And the year. Tulum trip was great. Tulum trip couldn't have been better. Let me just unpack my favorite part of your Tulum trip. Yeah. Is where you said something about uh, at the end of each night, you were naked in a hot tub smoking a cigar every night and it was more of a lukewarm tub because it didn't get that hot (laughs) but i would sit stoned naked and smoking i don't think they were real cubans but i was but they were sold to you as cubans i'm sure and it was a blast stayed an extra day you gave me the advice when i asked you should i extend this by one day i don't remember exactly how you worded it but it wasn't even a question yeah it's not a question Uh, if you had the opportunity to and you're enjoying yourself yeah. You had to do it. So that was a good choice. All the stuff with TMA, filling in the awards, the end, meeting Lisa Ann, which I'm not going to play this card right now, but I do have Lisa Ann's contact info. Her number is right here in this phone. I don't God. know that she herself would come on. She might be a little big for us. It hurts me to say that, but I think that might be the case. But do you know who she's dating? Have we talked about this? No. She's dating a rapper named Young Gravy. Are you familiar with Young Gravy? <laughs> you know, I haven't gotten around to listening to Young Gravy lately, but um, I'm going to put him on my Spotify. Oh, hey, Young Gravy, you want to come on the podcast? Maybe do like a little, um, little, little freestyle for us? I'm telling you what, this dude rocks. Have you, do you know who Theo Vaughn is? I uh, don't know Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn's a comedian. He has his own podcast. Okay. Uh, but I listened to an episode with Young Gravy. That was the most exposure I've had to him. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal guest. Would be so much fun. Too big for us. But I could see Lisa Ann with her knowing my social media stuff, maybe throwing us a bone and like letting us talk to Young Gravy for a little bit. And it would be, I'll, I'll play some I would love going into the episode. Okay, okay. I was about to say, I would love to go in without any knowledge of Young Gravy. No disrespect, Young Gravy, but just go in that way. And um, I don't know. Let's get real. I'm not going to have a ton of knowledge of him by the time we get him on anyways. Uh, I mean, I don't see this being any Unless this becomes a Young Gravy podcast. (laughs) We pivot better than any podcast I know. (laughs) That's true. The Big If really does pivot uh, across a multitude of subjects. Okay, let's go back to the circle Discord. Is this another thing on the list here? No, I, I completed my list. Oh, that okay. was I didn't read you everything, but I read you a lot of the noteworthy stuff. But that game on Discord, mm-hmm. we're back. We're back? I'm back in it. I'm kind of like Shuby. I'm going back for another season. Can we publish this? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, so this season I will be playing a catfish. Uh-huh. I was given the advice not to play a member of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. I was told that never really works out that well. Well, um, I liked the idea of the challenge of playing a girl, 
What's his name is uh, Hugo. No, who's the guy with me? Thinks and me thoughts Bruno? about Bruno. Yeah, the females playing yeah. Bruno the male. So yeah, successful. and I think the advice that I was she's given made it through four episodes. I think it was mostly about like the Discord stuff. Like yeah. I think in her history, it doesn't go well when you try to be the opposite. I also didn't love the idea of like flirting with dudes. I don't mean to that leave homophobia back let's in 2022. Leave homo- let's leave homophobia in 2022. But I didn't want to flirt with any guys. And I feel like flirting is a major part of at least the way I approach the circle. Can I jump in real quick? Please. Can we leave kink shaming in 2022 as well? I tried to leave it in 2021. <laughs> I've been, okay, I've been steering the ship in 2022 being pro king <laughs> i know all every step of the way but sorry please continue um but yeah flirting i think is a big part of how i approach the circle right and i want to employ it again maybe not to the level that d'angelo did in mm-hmm. season two mm-hmm. uh but this season I'm going in as someone you know. Can we announce it on this podcast or is that off limits? No, I'm going to announce it. And this will be the, well, since I'm playing this character, I'm going to have to mention his name. So I'm going to put a moratorium (laughs) on the banishment of this person's name. We mentioned him earlier. Our buddy, our ex-buddy Jason. Uh, Our our ex-guest. Well, no, he's not even an ex-guest. Uh, How do we talk? Whatever. Just a, a real piece of shit. Come on, man. Just- yeah. So, Jason, um, I'm going in as you. I hope you hear this. I am playing. I, I changed just a few little minor details. Oh, have you got the profile set? I chose a picture. You chose? Okay. You chose a few pictures. Well, I just had to send her one picture to start off in the circle on discord. You add pictures along the way. So I just needed an initial profile picture. Right. And I'm just going to show it to you now. I know this is an audio podcast, but I'll let you react. This this is is my profile picture. So it's our boy, Jason, doing what he loves to do most other than other than skipping out on this podcast. podcast. His second favorite hobby is fishing. And he's holding, what would you say that is? Like a three, four foot fish? I don't know what kind of fish. Yeah, a trout? Trout. We'll go with trout. We'll go trout. He's standing on the banks of a, a river holding a big ass trout. Just a shit-eating grin on his face. He's got Sun- a hat on. He's sunglasses got sunglasses on, on top the of the hat. Um, you can see that he's got a little bit of like a five o'clock shadow. Some salt and pepper mixed in there. Just a little bit of salt and pepper. Nothing crazy. Um, but he's in his element there. He looks happy. This is the profile pick for Jason, who is a 34-year-old divorced father of three. Wow. Because I I, and I what are okay, what are your children's names? I did not have to include that in the bio. You're gonna have did you already send this in? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, and it's supposed to be short, just a few lines. Okay. So I said, my name's Jason, 34 year old divorced father of three. I love fishing, right. golfing Cut. and drinking cold ones with my boys. Perfect. Did you, did you hashtag lake life? I did not do any hashtags in the bio. Ugh. I will later. Okay. Um, but I wanted him to be approachable. He's a dad, but the wife isn't in the picture. Right. But the children, I think. 
is where uh, I'm worried about this because you have to remember details about these children. Oh, I'll make, I'll make notes and stuff. <laughs> oh my God. But okay. This J- might split your personality. Into- I am into- using Jason's face and pictures. Yeah. Jason, your likeness is being used, whether you like it or not, because yeah. it's already been sent in, but I will not. And I'm steadfast eyes on this. I will not include anything that's real pictures, information, names about anybody else in his family. I would never do that. It's only your likeness. Yeah. So Jason, I'm Jason. Um, I'm going to approach it as a single father. So he'll like to flirt with the ladies. Um, I don't think I'm going to be as big of a personality as D'Angelo was. D'Angelo tried to, to control the room. Okay. That's fine. I think, I think, you should go in with the personality of ha- truly, and I'm I'm serious about hashtag Lake Life right here. Yeah, he is the t- this 34 year old divorcee is has decided through some good stroke of luck, or maybe he just doesn't care. He's just this is what he's doing now. He loves to fish, and he makes fishing puns a few times or references. I need to look up some good fishing puns. Yeah. Some fishing references, something like that. I need to know. Like, I know how to hook them or something like that. That's beautiful. There we go. That's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. I pity the people who are playing against you in this Discord. Yeah. <laughs> and the, you know, last season had a lot of weird twists and turns that I kept you abreast of. The uh, Can I just say, I love that word abreast. And not because it <laughs> contains the word breast. Yeah. But it feels uh, grander, you know. It, I love. Anyways, keep going. No, I appreciate the word. Just like I find, I feel good let's that I make, found somebody else that appreciates it. Let's make um, uh, recognizing good vocabulary a part of this podcast. I think that is an exquisite idea. <laughs> Stupendous. Let us continue. Uh, where were we? Um, Just, Marvin yeah. is a fucking stud. <laughs> Chiseled out of stone, I tell you. <laughs> And I love his excitement. Yeah. Exclamation um, point. Exclamation point. Yeah. I love that. Where is he from? Nigeria. Nigeria. Three degrees. Three degrees. Dude is fucking smart as a whip. And he's just living life. He's happy. Yeah. Is Let's he be like Marvin is in 2023. Straight? Yes. Because I heard him say early on that like a pretty girl would be his kryptonite. But then he also like hashtagged or mentioned something in his bio about being like a friend of the LGBTQ, which could just be an ally, but it doesn't mean. I think that was uh, a smart intent. move. Yes. A smart move. I, I think it's, I do think it's a smart move, not even strategically, but to just, uh, okay. yeah. Can I tell you something about an angle I thought about taking with Jason? Okay. So what happened with your marriage? I kind of want Jason to be in a homosexual relationship. now. <laughs> I love it. I mean, who are, I you gonna, it. who are you gonna trust more than a gay dad? Well, if this gay dad has three children, though, yeah. he's got you're you're inventing someone with a, a psyche that has he's gone through he some be, shit. Should he be and a widower? Is that the right word? Yeah, widower is a better. No, yeah, a widower is a better option than someone who's gay after having three kids, in my opinion. Are these three children biological? Yes. Okay, well, you fucked. You 
well, not even fucked. I'm just saying. You Are you can't, kink shaming? No, I'm not kink shaming. I'm just saying you. There's a lot to unpack within that sort of psyche. You know what? Maybe. Maybe I'm just being a hater. I think I'm going to reach out to do what you want. Do what you got to do. I think I'm going to reach out to the admin and I'm going to have her leave out the, the word divorced and okay, change it to father of three. single, single, father, single of three. father of three. And then maybe I take the route that, oh, what happened? Are you divorced? No, my wife passed away. And now I'm in a committed homosexual relationship. Like he. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm on board. I'm on board all the way. And I'm going to do whatever I can, mental gymnastics, to make this work. It doesn't start till February. So we have some time and maybe a couple episodes to maybe workshop some of this. If you've got any ideas out there, by the way, you're just driving down the road or on your way to work. And our friend Jason really sucks. So really let him have it. Send us your ideas. Let him know. Um, Send us your ideas about how this uh, makes sense and what we should, and maybe any lines in the lake life gay culture that we could employ. I'm going to do a deep dive into a gay fishing talk between now and then and see what I bet there's gay fishing talk out there. I bet there is a I'm curious how how big is the gay fishing community? Huge. You think so? Well, I okay. How big? Okay, okay. How big is the gay fishing community who have come out as gay? Uh, probably small. By compare, that's a yeah, that's a small pond. For, I see what you're trying uh, to do. Yeah, right? I'm not making the great analogy right now, but the, the fishing community is got some explaining to do. <laughs> Oh, fucking man. anglers, man. Yeah. Well, what are you what are you looking forward to as we're just what six hours it? away from the new year? Six sixteen. Five hours and forty four minutes. What are you What are you looking forward to here in twenty twenty three? What are your goals, professionally, personally? Hmm. Hmm. Um. Personally. I want to hang, I want to continue hanging out with my wife and just be better. And we're, so we're reinstituting date night. Okay. It was, it was part of like a gift resolution this Christmas. And um, I want to be better to her, I suppose, in, in ways, but professionally, and not but professionally, these these two goals aren't at odds. Professionally, I won my business, which I've been as my first full calendar year in business. Same as the podcast. I want my business to find more of a foothold in the Napa community. I want it to gain some momentum, even building, even thinking about 2024. I want to, I want to push something in, despite the fact that it looks like. Um, I guess you know people are pretty um, pretty negative about the old forthcoming economy, but you know what? Right now, I'm a single uh, entity that can move quickly and be nimble in a down economy. So, I think I'm starting at this the right time, and I hope I don't know. Sorry, I, my mind is kind of drifting there, but all of that to say is. 
I want to do, I want to get 1% better with my business every day. There we go. It took me a long time to get to it, but I want to get 1% better with my business every day. Is there tangible? 2% better with my wife every day. Is there tangible number-based evidence that would show you from one day to the next that you were 1% better? Is that a... Hmm. Uh, a chartable kind of metric? Um, yeah, I would say so. I mean, if you let's say you have a to-do list and um, each to-do has a ranking of one, two, three as, um, you know, easy to get done or takes a little time. Excuse me. Sorry. It's are... emotional. I feel you. This is... No, I was just burping. I was trying to keep, keep the burp air out of people's faces thank you for that yeah and out of the mic um what was the question oh boy how do you tangibly tell that you're getting one percent better every day just keep on checking off to do's okay keep on checking off to do's don't don't sell yourself short or stop or don't put yourself in a position where it's you're just hoping things go right Make it happen. But that's not, that's not necessarily tangible or uh, quantifiable, but the money will be. Got to get that bread. Got to get that bread. Well, you, you, you listed off several accomplishments from 2022 that you were excited about that gave your life some meaning, fun, interest, direction, you know, like you said, it was maybe the best year of your life, right? Not maybe. It was the best year of your life. Yeah. How are you going to top it in 2023? That's a great question. Um, well, first, I mean, you know what my first goal is. Get that job? Yeah. I want a job that I'm thrilled to go to every day, that I'm good at, mm-hmm. that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And I think that that social media job and stuff with TMA is, is that. Yeah. Hey, TMA, hire KG already. Yeah. I told you, Tim kind of told me to kind of maybe back off on the higher KG stuff. Yeah. But I don't know, Tim. Tim <laughs> you don't have shit to, back to up. me. Yeah. So uh, no offense, Mr. McKernan, if you are listening to this, but hire KG already, make it happen. No, he knows. You can, you knows. can. You can show the metrics. You can show the ad sales. You Sorry. All right. I'm going to back off. I'm going to back off out of respect for my co-host and that uh, this doesn't get listened to by Tim McKernan and sabotage your chances. If he hears it, if he actually goes and listens to this. And, and he's this it, far into it. Great. <laughs> yeah. Then he deserves to hear that. Yeah. Uh, no, but I think it'll happen. I think I am going to have to... Uh, show patience Sorry. patience is not my strong suit and Tim told me he thought by this time next year which would be a couple weeks ago that it would be he'd be surprised if I wasn't working there the bad thing is that all this good momentum went down right at the end of the year when budgets were already being set I wish this could have happened back over the summer yeah. if, if it would have started a little sooner uh, I think maybe it could have happened for this year, but I think it'll happen. I think I'm going to have to show some patience. That'll be a good trait for me to get better at anyway. 
Patience, they say, is virtue. Yeah, they do say that. So that's a big that's a big goal. It'll be the first time in my life that I'll have a job that I just absolutely adore and am excited about. I never had that with teaching. I don't necessarily I like the barbecue thing, but it ain't it. Long term. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a goal. Uh, I need to continue the sober journey. I think I'm a better person without it. So there's no reason to slide back into that. Love that. I don't see why I would at this point. I've been, I played in golf tournaments. I spent a week in paradise. I've had good moments. You were with us last New Year's Eve. Yep. And you know what else I figured out? I know, I mean, how many different ways can I pat myself on the back for this? But I found it. Keep going. I figured out the other day that 2022 was the first calendar year Okay. That did not have alcohol in it for me since 2001. Since 2001. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It like 21 years. So since I started drinking, it was the first year of my life that didn't have any alcohol in it. Wow. That's tremendous. That is, let's keep patting yourself on the back. <laughs> I'm going to throw my shoulder out of sight. That's here. like something that, uh, you know, if anyone is going through AA out there, you get like a chip for that. Don't you? I mean, or year or something. <laughs> I'm not sure. That's a, yeah, either way, that's an accomplishment. Thanks. Let me throw um, another. Let me throw something I'm proud of that. Uh, Please. We both just we both just hit this year. My wife and I is we had uh, as of two days ago a 1300 day streak on Duolingo. Yeah, you've mentioned that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. You're out of all the people that I know that aren't Spanish speaking. Like I trust y'all, you two Spanish. Like you'd be you you've been fine and you would be fine going to Mexico and getting by. I think we could get by. I have I know you could get by. And that's I think language tacos. Language learning is important, and you two took it on as adults mm-hmm. that's not the easiest time to do it mm-hmm. so yeah it is a good streak how many days 1302 today mm-hmm. is that like four years three that's years? just under four years i think so we'll, it'll be um it'll be four years probably in like march or something any thoughts of doing a different language and starting with a, a clean slate yes i there are many languages that appeal to me I would like to learn Italian. I think that'd be cool. Um, And French, honestly. Uh, French would be cool just to learn for like the wine's sake, I think. The sake of the the wine culture out there. Plus like just to go to Paris would be tremendous and be able to get around. But Italian appeals more to me as the next language to learn. Because I hear it's quite quite, um, similar to Spanish. Yeah. And uh, uh, the one time I was over there, it was just fucking brilliant. Uh, like the food, the food at least. Um, so, Mandarin? Would you ever do Mandarin? I, you know what? I started one lesson of Korean after watching Squid Game. Oh, yeah. Was Squid Game twenty twenty two? No, I think that was before. All right. Well, I I tried it, and it was like a whole new alphabet to learn. How are we doing on the time here? What what is it? I don't know the we time. We got a reservation in like an hour. We're good. It's really close to my house, I realized. Oh. All right. 
We're going. By the way, uh, no free ads, but we're going to Karen's Diner tonight. I'm terrified. Day. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I feel like you're going to get pulled up on stage. I better get like, like a song ready to go, or like a joke ready to tell. Uh, I feel like they're going to roast me. I just pray it's not me. Are we, is someone else joining us? Yeah. Maybe they'll roast her. She'll be here shortly. <laughs> uh, okay. That's, we've probably been doing this for a while. It's, we can wrap it up here. What a year. What a fucking year. Hey, I want to thank some people. Please. First, I want to thank my, again, my beautiful wife, who has just been the most supportive woman that I think I've ever known outside of my mother. And uh, I also want to thank all you big gifters out there who have been just terrific. I mean, all 503 downloads. No, it's higher than that now. Oh, like 515 downloads are really putting us on the map all over the world. Special shout out to our country. 542 uh, downloads. That doesn't mean 542 listeners, but 542 downloads. And... All of you 542 downloaders out there who have been looking for to fill that vacant hole in your life, something to give your days meaning, or maybe something to give like every like two and a half weeks meaning. I just want to thank you for joining us on this journey and uh, welcoming us into your morning drive or your fall asleep or whatever, whatever's going on out there. And uh, just keep on asking, what if? What do you think about that? That was elo- I can't top that. That was eloquent. And Vicky Hartzler, oh, go fuck yourself. Go. Hey, go fuck yourself. We'll be talking to Shuby again soon. Yes, that is. Uh, well, he said yes, and which means it's a lock on this show. I don't see why it wouldn't happen at this point. There's a chance we'll be talking to Brian from season five soon. Yeah, I think. <laughs> Uh, Chris Sapphire actually liked my uh, my year recap video, that, and he was in it. I tagged him in it. Oh, good. Uh, but he liked it and said, Happy New Year. I think that he, door... That's he reached out and said, Happy New Year? Yeah. That, that, Chris Sapphire is a fucking great guy. That door is probably still open. I don't feel like our relationship with Cassie Moore has ended. No, we haven't, we haven't burnt any bridges. No. Except maybe with Jason Riley. And that bridge is best burnt to the ground. <laughs> You gay fisherman. Oh my gosh. All right. All right. Good Thanks. to see you. Good to see you. It's fun to do them in person. Yeah, there's there's it's easier. It's way easier. All right. Well we'll we'll try to um figure that out. Uh maybe we'll meet in Colorado or something like that. I need top, to come out. At the top of the rocket. I'll be out. All right, homie. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>